welcome to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day, with your host, Deborah Gould. Yes, I am Deborah Washington Gould, president and CEO of Deborah Gould and Associate Inc., DGAI, a management consulting and performance management a business founded in 1996, based here in New Orleans, Louisiana. As a small business owner, it's a priority of mine to support others, especially minority, small, and women-owned businesses. My big why. My desire is greater than my fears. Do what you imagine possible. Do the hard things, Deborah, if that means showcasing other entrepreneurs who are ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things. So I hope in this particular podcast, I have as many opportunities to spotlight those everyday folks who are doing amazing things as business advocates, in the business community, mentoring, and being of support to other entrepreneurs. Change the narrative is what I say. Change my own narrative in my head because I simply believe strongly in abundance mentality. No fear. That's why I'm able to showcase others, whether you are a competitor or not. We are all been blessed with certain talents and skills to be of service to others in our products and services. I am not one that get caught up in scarcity mentality. Those folks are the ones who don't like to share or simply, if, if there's an opportunity to partners, they're reluctant, they're the it people, they wanna go after themselves, but I am going to work on focusing on abundance mentality. There are no limits to what I can do and capable in doing. That's, ladies and gentlemen, my big why. Why did I create the Hustle Skirt Podcast? To bring before you entrepreneurs like my guest today. So here's my big ask. Before I really get into the Hustle Skirt Deborah Gulen Associates, here's your invitation to visit my company website at www.gouldassoc.com, where you can learn more about my professional service offerings in management consulting, training, facilitating, and executive coaching and business motivational keynoting. So keep in mind, it's all about the Hustle Skirt podcast. The mission of it is to promote, communicate, and amplify the influence of men and women entrepreneurs for profit businesses. Our guest today is for profit businesses, and you're going to hear about all of the amazing things she's doing in the New Orleans business community. Occasionally, I will, will invite a C-suite or a Hire executive with a corporation or a nonprofit organization 
So stay tuned. You'll be just as intrigued to meet a C-suite or a higher executive, just like our entrepreneurs. My guest today, Stephanie, Stephanie for real and Deborah. When you think about the Hustle Skirt podcast, will be an opportunity for interviewing Stephanie to connect with and market her services, PJ's Coffee, to everyone. I mean, everyone, everyone. So this platform is created to celebrate, value, appreciate, and embrace PJ's Coffee co-owned, co-owner and founder, Stephanie Chamberlain. So with that being said, let me introduce you to this phenomenal person we have here today. But before I do that, let me just give a quick shout to Stephanie. Hello. Hi. You heard me right, Stephanie. I'm saying this Hustle Skirt podcast. I've been eager and enthusiastic about having you as a guest because of the way I appreciate you and value our connectivity in the years that I've been blessed to know you. So I wanted to create this just for you. So thank you for clearing your calendar to hang out with Deborah for a little, little while. So here we go, Stephanie. So I want everyone to hear your credentials. Stephanie Chamberlain, a New Orleans native. Ms. Chamberlain is the chief executive officer of Crescent City Coffee. DBA PJ's Coffee and Tea, located at 5733 Reed Road in New Orleans. Stephanie, make sure that I want you to reinforce that throughout this interview. So we because there's a lot of PJs throughout the uh throughout the city of New Orleans. However, I want you all to make sure you pop in and say hello to Stephanie and her her team. There's, she oversees a staff of 18 full-time and part-time employees, pardon me, employees. Ms. Chamberlain received her Bachelor of Arts degree in accounting from Louisiana State University and her Master's of Business Administration from Texas Southern University. Her strong sense of leadership and community service are evidenced by her current participation in the following, the New Orleans Regional Black Chamber of Commerce Vice Chair, the Greater New Orleans East Business Alliance, Parliamentarian and Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority member. So, Stephanie, I'm going to get all in your business before I ask my first question. I want you all to contact her at the website, www, all one word, pjsonread.com. That's www.pjsonread.com. Telephone number, area code 504 Three five four eight six two two, and the email all one word, pj, pjsreadmanagers at gmail.com. 
I want to repeat that because I may have missed something here in the translation. PJ's read managers at gmail.com. The business hours, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sunday through Saturdays. With that being said, y'all, to my viewers, help me welcome once again, Stephanie. Hello. Hi. Hi, Miss Deborah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you so much for being patient with me. I know you're an entrepreneur, so you know the life of an entrepreneur. You're always on the go, um, you know, just trying to manage everything. But, you know, it's people like you who really work with entrepreneurs and make sure, you know, that we keep our, um, you know, our schedules together and, and keep our time commitments and promises that we made. So I really appreciate that. And I was going to do this no matter what. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. So thank you again for having oh, me. Oh, I was course. not expecting that, but I received that validation. <laughs> Stephanie, I noticed that we're wearing our pearls, but we're not here to talk about that today. But I just happened to notice that we're both shining with our pearls. But it's a serious matter. It's a serious matter. <laughs> but let's do this right now. Because I won't keep you long, but I just want everyone. To, I know about Stephanie. I want others to know about PJ's on read. My first question, so you can let everyone know, tell me about yourself. Okay. You know, as you stated, I uh, graduated from Louisiana State University with a degree in accounting. Um, that happened to be the year that Hurricane Katrina hit. So graduated in May. Um, my apartment lease was up that July. So I moved back home July. Hurricane Katrina hit August 29th. Uh, I was supposed to uh, attend a local university for my MBA. But as a result of Hurricane Katrina, I evacuated to Houston and was able to enroll at Texas Southern University right away that semester uh, and start the MBA program. I completed that program two years later in May of 2007. I moved back to New Orleans. I was homesick, missing my family, ready to get back home. Uh, so I returned back to New Orleans working in the capacity as an accountant. So I spent some years um, as an accountant doing local work at nonprofits and for-profits. Uh, long story short, I purchased my first home in New Orleans East in 2008. Um, but because of the line of work that I was in and always studying along the way, we did not have any coffee shops in this area. Uh, so, you know, I don't like to work at home. I don't like to study at home. I like to keep work and study outside of home, but I had nowhere in this area um, where I could work or stand or study. I also knew that there were a lot of professionals, young professionals and seasoned, just like me, whether they were accountants, attorneys, you know, financial advisors, everybody, real, realtors, um, people who just needed places where they can meet with customers or clients and or study college students. And I also knew this area very well. So I knew the wealth that was here, despite what was in the media, what people thought. I knew, you know, that there was a great need in the New Orleans East area uh, for a coffee shop. So long story short, that's how I got into this line of business. I, I identified the need that was in this particular area in New Orleans East. Well, Stephanie, thank you for sharing that with our viewers. One of the things I noticed as I was reading your bio, 
I want you to just share a little bit. In addition to being a successful entrepreneur, you made reference to your financial, what led you to your MBA at Texas uh, Southern. So can you just kind of just share with us how expanded your career has been prior to deciding on entrepreneurship? Can you take a moment to do that? Of course. So I spent probably, well, I never stopped practicing accounting just at different uh, capacities um, because I had that background. But in 2013, I actually became a licensed financial advisor. Um, so I do hold securities licenses, um, the Series 7, 63, and 65, which basically allows me um, to sell products, life insurance, annuities, and other securities. Um so just in working in the financial arena, whether it's accounting and or financial planning uh, to tie back into the scope of being an entrepreneur, that background was very helpful because as an entrepreneur, one of the first things that you have to do, it's a must, is write a business plan. You know, you can hire a consultant, um, but I actually wrote my business plan myself. I had a team member a consultant that we know very well that I've always partnered with. Um, but we we literally wrote the business plan uh, from start to finish ourselves. And that was one of the things that was needed to even, um, you know, get the franchise license and or a business loan. Excellent. Excellent, Stephanie. Thank you for sharing that with my audience. Here we go. Something a little bit more specific. What is the hardest part of being an entrepreneur? Um, so there are a lot of challenges with being an entrepreneur, but on the flip side, you know, there are a lot of um, you know, areas of, of sunshine and, and great times. Um, but some of the hardest areas are parts of being an entrepreneur. One is access to capital. Um, you know, you have to have your financials in order. You have to have resources. You have to have assets to, you know, to be able to use as collateral. Um, so access to capital across the board is one of the hardest things um, that most, one of the hardest areas that most entrepreneurs struggle with. Um, right now, another current challenge is the workforce. It changed a lot since covid um, and then I think it's a generational thing as well, as far as the workforce. Um, so the workforce keeping the place fully staffed, uh, it's a challenge from time to time. But as an entrepreneur, you know, that you always have to look for solutions, always. Um, so one of the things we learned after we got a full staff was to never stop hiring. You know, so we're always interviewing and hiring. Um, but that was a challenge. It still is, but it's not as bad as it was. Um, but that's still a challenge. And then looking for ways to grow and pivot. You know, last year we were very successful with implementing our beignet program. So, you know, the beignets really took our store to the next level. So we've been struggling with figuring out, you know, what's the next big thing, the next best thing. Um, so that's one of the harder parts as well, just continuing to figure out how to grow and pivot the business. Well, I'm for sure one that have to guard myself. The beignets are just so excellent. I'm glad you mentioned the, the uh, growth and having to pivot 
to become creative in the business. And so when I walk in the door, the aroma, always have my mind on my velvet ice. And then I smell the beignets. (laughs) But I like what you shared in terms of the hardest part of being an entrepreneur. And as I speak to startup as well as existing businesses, we all go through access to capital. So I'm glad that you have shared that bit of information with my audience. And also, yes, the impact of COVID in terms of the generational, how the workforce uh, in terms of people kind of like moving around and having so many options in terms of remote or hybrid or back in the office and having to, I'm sure HR directors are just pulling their hair out in terms of how to deal with that dynamics of the generational gap here. And always having a solution, you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket and just your awareness of your master's program as an entrepreneur and doing the financial planning and other things in your professional that's kind of keep you in that mindset of solution, solution, solution. Solution driven, yes. So one more question for you. At what point did you look at your business and consider it a success? So that's, that's an interesting question. Um, I think it's twofold because I think that we're a work in progress. Um, so, you know, always trying to continue to grow and to do better, always trying to get better. But there have been some pivotal points where we have um, overcome major challenges that I must admit, uh, you know, that I think has given us some level of success. You know, number one could be surviving the pandemic. We opened in April of 2019 and, you know, and as you know, COVID hit the end of 2020 beginning, uh, I mean, the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020. Um, So we were right on the cusp of a pandemic, which was totally unexpected. And again, there's that solution driven. There is that, um, you know, how do we pivot and, and go into survival mode? So I think that us overcoming and surviving a pandemic um, is one of the points uh, that I would consider us being a success. Uh, I think that us opening in the area that we actually opened the store in, you know, New Orleans East. If you're from New Orleans, you know what the East is, what it what it always has been. Um, but for people who are not from this area, you know, it would be considered an underserved market, and sometimes people would not want to invest. But you know, this brand, PJs you know, took the opportunity to partner with us, Crescent City Coffee, to open PJs on Reed. And we have proven to be in the top 25% of all PJs. So I think that that's, you know, that's a level of success in itself. And that's a testament to the community that we serve. But they definitely support this store 100%. So I, I consider us a success um, in that regards as well. We've been open four and a half years now, um, you know, and we're still, you know, progressing and still doing well. So I, I think that we have a lot of things to be grateful for. Um, and those are a few of the things that I consider us a success, even though on the other side of the coin, we are a work in progress and still trying to grow and improve. Well, it's definitely 
I'm I'm sure I will not be the first and last to say how proud we are mm -hmm. of you. I've seen several other establishment at that location and you four and a half years just probably one of the longest run mm -hmm. uh yeah there are conversations about the east but one of the things that pj's on reed has been successful you brought in your real life situation going to school you prefer to study somewhere outside the home and you recognize that there are other businesses or professionals who also had that same type of concern that I have to be in a different space so I can focus on what it is I'm trying to accomplish or just maintain a certain consistency and discipline. So when I walk through there, it's always busy with other business folks meetings. And it's just a culture that is so inviting in that atmosphere whenever I walk in. So I'd rather come in versus always going to the drive-thru because it's giving me a good view of the community in East New Orleans. So I thank you for having your vision at PJ's Coffee and partnering with Crescent City. Would you believe it or not, Stephanie, we are at the end of our interview. Oh. But, be but before I close out today on the Hustle Skirt podcast, would you take just a moment to share your contact information just in case folks may have heard it at the beginning of my introduction of you, but I want them to hear from the voice of Stephanie. Okay. Again, my name is Stephanie Chambliss. I am the Chief Operating Officer of Crescent City Coffee, doing business as PJ's Coffee and Tea. We are located at 5733 Reed Boulevard. That's in New Orleans East. Uh, our zip code is 70127. Uh, if you want to look us up online, we are www.pjsonread.com. Or feel free to give us a call at 504-354-8622. Thank you for doing that, Stephanie. Again, the Hustle Skirt Podcast. Objective is to empower you to speak power, embrace change in your own vision, mission, and purpose, and get fired up about your own passion. Make sure to visit this interview with Stephanie Chamberlain's PJ's Coffee on Read at www.persistencelane.com, where you can subscribe to the Hustle Skirt 9 platforms just to name a few, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. But you have to visit www.persistencelane.com, all one word. And while you edit, if you found value in this podcast, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes or tell a friend definitely pop into PJ's to let Stephanie know that I've heard you on the Hustle Skirt podcast. Tell a family, a friend, a neighbor, please check out this particular interview with Stephanie. You're listening to the Hustle Skirt podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day with your host, Deborah Gould. I'm 
so excited. We finally got to put our schedules together and make this happen, Stephanie. Yay, Thank of you. course. Love you, Stephanie. And continue success in Thank all you. that you do. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.